welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy. I'm Executive Prime at Knobcat Games. And this podcast is an audio devlog where we get together every two weeks and we talk about the progress of our game, Dungeons of the Obelisk, which is a 2D turn-based dungeon-crawling loot-grinding adventure. And I'm joined today by our Animancer, Nykadir. Hi. And our Digital Alchemist, TJ Yadisernia. Hello. And guys, I, we talked about this a little bit before we started, but it's kind of a slower week. We're, we're getting down into less exciting updates. We're not like adding new mobs or dungeons or anything anymore, but we're, we're down to like TJ's working on the servers and Nike, you're into the last like bit of animations and, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and for Ben, he's he's basically done. I kind of told him <laughs> he's he's done for for now, unless we think of something we missed or whatever until until we get to it. But uh, yeah, let's let's start with the server update. I guess what's what's new with the servers, TJ? Well, finally started to make what feels like actual progress because you have to upload a server build to playfab and this week i've managed to get the server build to get in there and actually function because last time last few times really that i did it it said that it was like unhealthy or did not function just stayed in the red <laughs> yeah i got those emails that said like a server is unhealthy and going to be shut down and i was like uh what is this <laughs> so finally got that to work thought i was basically done with it i clicked on the build loaded it up on my end click play and then it closed out of <laughs> so when you say it's a server build, is it like a build of the game that runs on the server? Or is it like a build for the server that the game you have on your computer connects to? So at first I wasn't entirely sure. Playfab is a bit vague with how they word things. I think they word it in a way that <laughs> someone who did it before would look at it and say, yeah, I know exactly what this is going to do. After messing around with it and getting it to not work, can say that it's probably a build for the server that you connect to. So then you need a separate build that isn't the server build, but connects to the server build. Right, that makes sense. I'm hoping that kind of within the next week, it should be able to have the server build, which exists, I know it works, and then the non-server build, which I can connect to the server and get everything to actually function how it's supposed to. So the build that you sent us recently, like the most recent build, it doesn't actually run on the server, it just saves items to the server, right? Yeah, so although it connects to Playfab, you're not constantly connected to it. So it can save things and send stuff over to it, but there's still certain things that you're able to do that you're not supposed to be able to. Like it doesn't constantly check, are you connected to the server? Which means it doesn't prevent you from doing things you're not supposed to be allowed to do right like hacking items or something yeah <laughs> that makes sense so basically we're we're saving so when we say we're saving to a server or like playfab that there's two different servers basically right like there's a server that stores your data but then there's like a server that actually like runs the dungeon or the town instance or whatever yeah the way it works is i figured it would be like all one type of thing but it does seem to be like that where you have that server somewhere, and then your computer says, this is my gear that I own, and that server saves it. But then you have the other server where it says, this is my player actively connected. My computer is connected to this server, and I can actively do stuff by pulling from the other server that has my gear. 
Right, that's interesting. <laughs> it's like so complicated. <laughs> like, there's always like so much more than than you think there's gonna be. That's been like the story of it. Like when we started, I knew it was gonna be like, I knew it was like gonna cost more than we thought. And I had a little bit of like a backup plan for that. And I knew it was gonna be like more complicated and take longer than we thought. But man, it has taken 10 times longer than I thought and probably like six or eight times the money <laughs> than I thought. So it's been, it's been a trip for sure. Oh yeah, it's been tedious. It's like I'm slowly learning each time, and I feel like I make no progress with it, but slowly getting through and actually getting it to function, because a few weeks ago I couldn't even get the thing to accept the build as a server, but now I can, but I can't connect to it, so it's getting there. Not at the speed that I would like either. <laughs> it's so weird, because everybody's like, oh, when do you expect your game to be done? And it's like, I have absolutely no clue. Like. Is it going to be by the end of this year? I sure hope so, but like, who the hell knows? <laughs> it's like, man, I, I'm really, that's something we're going to talk about like off air, I think when we're done here, but uh, yeah, we're getting down to like, um, I don't want to say we're running out of money, but we're at the point where we need to like really be thinking about it and see how much time we have left. So that's something we're going to talk about later, I guess, but I think we're going to get it finished up and and working in one one way or the other but i don't know it's such a it's such a crazy thing like game development i guess yeah from what i had learned and seen with larger companies is that it's so hard to stick to a release date and the release date for them is typically an estimate like oh yeah probably it'll be done by this day <laughs> and they always contend with the issue of do they push the date further back or do they risk it and release it in a more broken state which unfortunately some companies do more often now than they should <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for us like we can't really even release in a broken state until stuff you know we get the servers working you know we couldn't even put it out right now i guess we could like put it out as a single player game or something and charge for it and you don't connect to anybody or have any multiplayer i suppose but um that's not really something we want to do. Yeah, technically you could release it as a non-multiplayer game. Or you could <laughs> make a friends list and look at their gear, but that's that, that would be the extent of multiplayer. Just look at your friend's gear. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of the extent of multiplayer at the moment anyways. Like, for, for launch, um, you're not going to be able to like do too much with your friends other than talk to them, but... You know, we need to have that, that that groundwork laid for for the multiplayer that we want to come eventually. Set it up now so you don't have to do it later. Yeah, we need to have, you know, it's so weird because, like, we've done so much work and the game's getting there, but, like, really it's just the start of the game. So I really, really hope that people can see the vision and, and that there's enough there for them to play and get started on and then hopefully there's some income so that we can continue to work on it because otherwise we might just <laughs> put it out and and not make any money and and it'll just kind of sit there the way it is yeah that'd be like i guess worst case scenario on releases they releases and people play it but don't spend <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, or no one plays it. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work. I think Britney's gonna get people to to know about it. So I think some. I think people are gonna play it, 
and hopefully the in-app purchase stuff is reasonable enough to people that they that they do jump in and give us a little bit of money. It is actually one of the other things I was working on with the server stuff is the in-app purchases because Steam does it weird. I didn't think they would do it like this where you have to have your game. You have to have a outsource system to do the in-app purchases and you have to have Steam at the same time. So you can't do it through Steam purely. You have to have, like with us, we have PlayFab, so I connected it to PlayFab, and then from there, you go from game to PlayFab, PlayFab to Steam, Steam back to PlayFab, and PlayFab tells your game that it's all set. <laughs> That's wild. When are we going to be able to, uh, like, actually, like, is it, are we going to be able to play connected to Steam before it's, like, on Steam? Like, does that question make sense? Yeah. I gotta check what's up with that, because I know on my end, through Unity, it connects, and it works, and it says, like, hey, you logged into Steam, everything functions. But the build doesn't do it, and it might be because Steamworks needs a build sent to them so that they can look at it and kind of do, like, their approval process. Right, yeah. I've been thinking about it. I know there's that section where you can upload, like, a uh, test build and then give people access to it through Steam, but it's not actually, like, released yet. And then they can connect to, like, the test server, the test realm. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything else server-related that I have questions about. Um, any Anything else for the server update? Oh, the friends list is getting a little bit better. Oh uh, yeah, I have everybody in the game on my friends list now. <laughs> yeah, I had updated it, so now that it can show pretty easily your level and your paragon level. I found out that the stats for, like, what armor do you have equipped? What does your character look like? Those are a bit more complex. Yeah. That still should be doable instead of, like, I gotta, basically the player can search through your account. They won't be able to pull anything, won't be able to steal any like loot or anything, but you have to search the player's inventory, like another player account's inventory, to do all that. So let me ask you this then. I just opened my friends list in-game, and it's telling me that everybody's level 25, Paragon 25, and then there's actually, this is the first time I've seen this, there's a uh, character in front of the friends list that has like a mixed mismatch bit of items like a half a pair of pants and it looks like he's got the legendary cloak but the uh uncommon shirt on it's really weird that sounds like um so when i was starting to add in the player profile that's basically the default state of the player profile that when you click on it it'll show <laughs> like hey this is your friend's equipment this is what he looks like this is his stats this is everything he's got going on but uh does it say that my character has a level to him other than 25 no it says it says tj yads level 25 paragon 25 and you've been offline for one days or or last logged in one days ago all right sounds like it's broken <laughs> <laughs> yeah for me my my entire list which i guess is these 10 people that's everybody that's ever made an account and they're all 20 level 25 paragon 25 but it seems like the last login is working good um there's somebody that's logged in 95 days ago <laughs> ah ahimaz wonder who that is <laughs> i'll say that was um i think that was josh oh that's possible yeah i have to see what's up with the stats because i couldn't test it on my end because i was the only one that had a stat level like that 
Yeah. So it was impossible to look at because no one else had one. And I can't look at something that doesn't exist. Yeah, you should be able to see, like, my character on there now, right? Hopefully. i have to test it. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess if that's all the stuff for, for the server update, we can move on to a couple little, like, I guess fun things that I was thinking of. Like, last episode we did our favorite, like, selling point or whatever. And I was kind of curious about everybody's... Uh, like favorite item and favorite mob so i was thinking we could uh talk about those maybe for sure uh i'm trying to remember what it what it was called and i feel silly because i was the one who animated this but uh oh (laughs) i i created them all and i can't remember all their (laughs) names and stuff so i i really love i i just found it it's uh the way wins uh grace bow i really love how that one came out like just with the leaves and the kind of nature aesthetic like you've kind of repurposed a branch for it or something it's it's good yeah Waywind's grace the the legendary bow it says this bow has been blessed by the goddess of the iteroi forest so that's nice. another that's one that has like lore embedded in it you know there's a mention of a goddess and a forest and stuff that you don't really see in the game other anywhere else but yeah i really like the leaves coming off of that one too like how did you animate that is that like a particle effect or is it just like well literally just make some leaves it's it is a particle effect but what what i did that was interesting was uh i actually got the uh the bow and i kind of like surgically removed one of its leaves and like kind of like (laughs) fixed it up a little like kind of fixed the edges of it to look better and then i made that into its own particle so i thought it would like that way it would match the rest of the leaves and i like how it came out it seem to do a trick (laughs) yeah it looks really cool i love that like implication of like further lore though that's like not even really touched upon that much like because it just that's room to like expand if we ever want to and more ideas are good i always think (laughs) yeah yeah i think like i mean i don't know how much of it's mentioned in game or whatever but like you know we obviously have the town which is uh topia and then the like hills and like the area like outside of town like kind of the rolling hills and like farmlands and stuff is called Squibbladale. <laughs> nice. And I guess there's like hill giants and stuff that that come down into Squibbladale as well. And then like we've named the world is called the realm. So like, you know, there's kind of like an implication that there's like a king and stuff that that is in charge over like the whole realm. And then, uh, you know, we have like the Iteroi Forest is another area that's mentioned. And I think that's it for, I guess the Swamps of Karuzaran is the other. Oh, yeah. Like area that's mentioned too, so. Yeah. I don't want to talk too much about it because that might be like spoiler territory, but I I really like the boss of that area too, (laughs) as far as mobs go. That was a good one. Yeah, we want to do, actually, me and uh, Brittany were planning on at some point doing like a uh, mob or a boss reveal stream. Nice. Maybe for like the people in the Discord and stuff. And uh, basically we were waiting on a, a solid build from TJ. <laughs> you know, we want one where items are, you know, not disappearing and stuff so we can actually <laughs> actually get leveled up and see the bosses. 
you know, I guess the build that we have, the current build is pretty uh, solid. So um, we might be able to do that next like weekend or something when I'm off. I guess for the listener, uh, join the Discord and we'll be announcing it in there when we when we set a date. Yeah, I, I was kind of worried I was like skipping in the favorite mob a little bit by bringing that up. Uh, oh yeah, is that your favorite mob, the the boss um, that we haven't revealed yet? I'm not sure. Like, I actually really, I really like the just like blub, <laughs> the cube. I she really had a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> yeah, the blub's a good one. The the gelatinous cube that just has tons of health. Yeah, and not much else. That one's fun because it was like. I was doing like four limbed creatures and then suddenly it was like, oh, figure out how a cube moves. And I was like, oh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Tried to think of how like Pixar used to do stuff with like lamps and other household objects and stuff. (laughs) I guess guess that all culminated in Toy Story. But yeah, I don't know. It was really fun to like figure out how to like animate the skull within it too. Because I wanted it to like emphasize like what moves it was doing, but I figure that the cube itself doesn't have that much room for like expression. So it was a fun like extra way to add some like personality. Yeah, I think all the mobs are very um, I want to say expressiony. <laughs> That's not <laughs> the right word. That's not a real word. I like exp- they're they're all like um, yeah, they're animated in very expressive ways. <laughs> If anyone's, like, curious, like, I think my biggest inspiration, though, has probably been just, like, playing Pokemon Stadium as a kid. Because, <laughs> like, you're always renting different Pokemon. They all have their own, like, little bespoke animations for everything. And they don't, I don't feel like they do that as much in the new ones, but I used to really kind of obsess over those little, like, death animation or fainting animations and, like, spawning in animations and stuff cool stuff yeah i wonder <laughs> if it's just because there's like ten thousand pokemon now like i mean you can't have like <laughs> unique animations for each one <laughs> i mean that's literally it they uh when they started they were just game th- game freak and nintendo was publishing their games and now uh they have a separate company called the pokemon company that handles all their merchandising and models their Pokemon in every new game. So they have like a whole different company handling the modeling on that. And I just find that wild that they just like focus on the base game. I mean, it makes sense. When you have a thousand, you kind of have to find a way to split the work up, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wonder if we'll, how many mobs we'll end up with. Oh uh, yeah, if if we end up with enough, like we should just make a monster hunt, like a monster collecting, like spinoff or something, <laughs> <laughs> or like have a. I mean, we have a companion that's already kind of, um, <laughs> kind of like monster collecting, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, in in uh, in Bit Heroes, you do collect the the mobs in that game. They're they're called like um, familiars, I guess. Oh, yeah. And you collect and then like instead of like, you know, you go into like an area and you'll have like a tank mob and, and you'll be the DPS and then you might have like a healer mob or something like that. So there's definitely like potential for that kind of a game mode, but it was always kind of like my least favorite aspect of the game. You know, I know a lot of people like it, but it just 
you know, oh yeah our game's already complicated enough and we were talking about how long it was taken so oh yeah adding no. something like that right now would be nuts but it, there's definitely potential for that if that's something that people are interested in I think ideas like that are good if like if like you've already released the game and like you're hitting a corner or things are starting to feel stale it's a it's a great way to shake things up but like definitely not for like an mvp that's a that's a whole different game <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have enough stuff in documents scattered around in my drive that that we're not short on any ideas yet oh yeah i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> Like, just the stuff you've shared is, like, really thorough, so I, I'm not surprised. That's cool. TJ, I think I know what you're going to say for your favorite mob. <laughs> What's your favorite item and favorite mob? Uh, well, item's a tough one, because there's a ton of items. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm going to pick a non-equipment item. I like the, uh, the Saturday sauce. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the entire idea of just you have this bottle of hot sauce that gives you various gifts. I think it gives you like crystals and other fun stuff, but the whole concept of you have this bottle of hot sauce that gives you basically power. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know my idea for that? Like when I was like trying, I was trying to come up with bundles for like the different days, and I was like, what goes with Saturday? And like you know, sauce has the alliteration, but. I was thinking about like Tenacious D and their rocket sauce. <laughs> nice. Is there a. Let me get a non equipment loot and see what the. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember writing this as the flavor text. It says, Do you need the special sauce? This is the specialist. <laughs> nice. I don't even remember writing that. Does that mean make sense? I'm not so sure it does, but it's funny. <laughs> I like specialist whether it, it makes a perfect sense or not. <laughs> it is the most special, yes. Specialist sauce on Saturdays. Nice. <laughs> is your favorite mob the glove? <laughs> I do like the glove. The glove is a very well-designed pile <laughs> of slime. But I did want to bring up uh, Mo. Mo the uh, what is it? Mosquito? Mo the mosquito. Yeah. Because I was looking at its animations, and I realized kind of like the detail that goes into not only how it flies, but how it reacts to fighting you along with dying. Because <laughs> yeah. when it attacks, it kind of like curls its stinger inward, which I don't think it can physically do. But no. <laughs> <laughs> but then it like jabs it back at you. Yeah, I kind of, I was thinking of kind of like a whipping motion or something, like kind of like a furl up and like lash out, but I, I realized that too while I was anime, I was like, I'm pretty sure there's no bug alive that does this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, I kept seeing that little, like that little antenna on the front and being like, oh, that just like, he should stab someone with that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Other than that, I was just thinking of, like, maybe having them, like, land on you and, like, flap their wings in your face or something, but that doesn't really make sense, so I was like, mm, I don't know. A poke attack seems, seems right, and I think the description called it a poke attack anyway, so I think I was kind of leaning that way, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it has lifesteal as, as its oh, that's right. little ability or whatever, so it's... It's definitely like sucking your blood. Oh no. 
I mean, the other thing about Mo is that that was the last mob that we added because yeah. originally it was just going to be the skeleton as the uh, trash mob for that area. And um, we did all the other mobs. They were all like swamp creatures. And then I was like, does it even make sense for like a skeleton to be like, like, yeah, there could be skeletons like they died and, and the obelisk power like makes them undead or whatever in the swamp. But it just made more sense to have like a mosquito as the trash mob that's like infesting the swamp. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. Like, do you imagine having more like insect kind of type stuff in a bog? So I feel like it really helps having having the trash mob be something like that. I, I I like the idea of skeleton mobs too, but but it was fun to do a flying mob for sure. Yeah, we'll have skeletons at some point, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I mean that's just an easy one. Like we already have the art assets for it and everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lead to an entire catacomb section. Ooh yeah, some kind of like tomb underneath the city or something. I don't know. Ah oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I won't say anything. You got the skeleton. You got bigger skeleton. Eagle skeleton. <laughs> I mean, that works. Like, Dark Souls games sold, like, millions of copies literally just because they always put a big skeleton in them. I mean, that's that's it, right? <laughs> uh, like, okay, I'm partially joking, but, like, they do like to put the big skeleton boss in their trailers a lot, and that that is always very eye-catching. I do appreciate it. <laughs> like, sarcasm aside, like... What's scarier than a skeleton? A big skeleton. <laughs> hey, when in doubt, just make it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> a whole new enemy. I'm still gonna send you this book, Nika, but yeah, this this reminds me of uh, Gideon the Ninth, which is a yeah. book that I read whenever I was injured and, and bedridden for a couple oh, yeah. months, and. Uh, Man, it, it was such a good book, but it was about necromancers and like all of their like powers. They would just like control bones, <laughs> and they let, like made a bunch of uh, you know, not to give any spoilers or anything, but there's a bunch of like monstrous bone monsters and stuff in it that they create. It's really, like a really cool take on like necromancers and stuff. And I mean, that's really like fitting, like as <laughs> fitting stuff to be thinking about with like. Up the dungeons of the opolis because we don't really have like a specific necromancer but in a way i guess the obelisk itself is kind of a necromancer i mean we have the necromancer in town rodney oh that's right we do actually never mind <laughs> he does show up when you die <laughs> fair enough uh that's probably thinking way too head but i was like was there like a necromancer who set up the obelisk maybe mm, who knows deeper plot did we lose you Oh no, Nika. That's not a good sign. <laughs> uh oh. Well, she's been having the trouble with her computer. She, I th see her typing. I think she's gonna say her computer crashed. Computer crashed. Oops. <laughs> well, darn. Hopefully that saves her audio, or we're gonna be in uh, gonna be a bit uh, trouble. Um, but we're also at 36 minutes on this podcast that we didn't know what we were gonna talk about. <laughs> But I am going to say that one of my favorite items is, I don't know why, the Inclement Sword, which is the rare sword. You know, it's not even like a legendary one, but it, I think the design of it is so cool. And it's like, you know, like Ben just made, like, I don't know, it just looks awesome. <laughs> it is like a cool sword to have. And I feel like maybe we'll 
build on the inclement sword in another uh in another level or tier or something but i just think like having like a, the idea of a sword that's just like cold to the touch just trying to hunt it down trying to see what it looks like that is actually a pretty nice sword. yeah i keep saying it looks cool but it's also a sword that's literally cold <laughs> and the flavor text says it's cold to the touch special power cold <laughs> yeah we don't have any um elemental powers or anything yet but maybe it'll retroactively get cold elemental cold damage or something someday you know you can do a lot with a permanently cold sword keep that in your house is like an air conditioner <laughs> yeah like keep your food in it and stuff like you just put it in like a cooler with your food and it's just keeps it chill yep the purpose sword <laughs> my favorite mob is the snack because of the snack juice and the, the lore that's implied by that. <laughs> I feel like the snack just subtly has the most lore about it because you have an entire salesman dedicated to selling its juice. To milking them and selling them. Yep. Not entirely sure how you milk it still, but not sure I'm gonna ask. <laughs> I feel like that's flavor text too, he probably mentions it. Yeah, yeah, there is like flavor text and stuff about it, but uh, I, I mean, in real life, they milk snakes for their venom by like, they basically like let them bite onto the bottle. Oh, yeah. And like their venom goes into the bottle, like from their tooth. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not sure how you milk a snake. It's definitely a large creature, so grabbing it and forcing it to bite a bottle might be a bit <laughs> dangerous. Well, yeah, we're at 40 minutes on our recording, which is like Long way longer than, than I thought we were going to go. So <laughs> I think I'm going to wrap this thing up since we since we lost Nika as well. Yeah. To the listener, thank you so much for listening to the end and thank you for your interest in our game. Make sure you visit our newly redesigned website, knobcat.com. Check out all the, the work that Brittany has put into it. Um, find the link to our discord join us in our discord ask us questions talk to us in there um, that's the place where we're gonna find the people for for testing and that's where we're gonna do our uh, boss reveal stream and stuff like that and you can also find us on social media which is both at dungeons obelisk for instagram and twitter and i think that's it for this episode we'll see you in two weeks Bye. See you.